Hey, 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 welcome back to the Women's Healthy Living Podcast. This is Darian, your host. <laughs> I forgot to say that it's also the WHLC podcast, but you already know that, so we good. Anyway, as usual, I'm driving to work because that's what I do in the mornings. And um, <clears throat> I wanted to talk to you guys today and just kind of take a break from all the healthy lifestyle talking and do something more fun. It still has to do with healthy living. Um, One thing that I think is super beneficial to a healthy lifestyle and most importantly, a healthy mental perspective is traveling. Um, I think that you can really learn a lot from traveling. And I I mean, when I say traveling, there's a lot of different ways that you can think about traveling and that traveling can be Um, done and when I say traveling I mean kind of more so like vagabonding and what is the the difference between that good question wow pause the freaking clouds are pink as hell right now and they look like little puffs of cotton candy in the sky so cool but anyway stop and look at the clouds where you are if you got a minute anywho so what I mean is vagabonding and that is a style of travel that is more so concerned with experiences than materials more um it's kind of got like a thrifty minimalist vibe type of thing you know for example i'll describe two different travelers and today i wanted to get into how we got to colorado because we took a very vagabondy route kind of so Traveler A. Traveler A, you know, worked a full-time job, was able to get a week off of vacation, for vacation, and has saved up their money, and they're going to buy a ticket to Europe, and they've, they've already planned their Airbnbs for the next seven days, and they've got an itinerary of all the things they're going to go see and do, and the places they're going to eat, and all of that, right? And then they come back to reality and get back to work, and it's all, it's all done. Maybe they bring some souvenirs for their coworkers or whatever. Okay. Traveler B is a little bit different. Yeah, they buy the ticket. They may be working a full-time job, but typically Traveler B is going to take more time off than a week. And even at the expense of potentially losing their job. Traveler B plans on the go instead of planning from the computer like they plan some logistics like where's the bus station um you know where where are the nearest hotels etc etc maybe they plan their first airbnb and then after that you know they kind of wing it a little bit or they take an alternative route and they backpack or they do something a lot of times vagabonding is about traveling frugally and doing it so that doing it without the fuel of consumerism because a lot of people travel and they just want to do stuff yeah I did that and I did this and I do this and I did that and this is what I did and I did it and yeah and like you know they rave about the restaurants they went to and the different malls they went to or souvenir shops or whatever and there's no there's no problem with that don't get me wrong I'm not judging people who do that I mean that's your thing and if that fuel fuels you then great but Um, Traveler B 
doesn't really isn't really concerned so much about um, the doing of things like like yeah we did this 14er or yeah we did Machu Picchu like we did it instead the traveler B finds little little adventurous experiences outside usually of the touristy route um, of course they'll ta- you know if it's if it's convenient they'll take they'll take the touristy route no problem but um, the vagabonding style is a little bit more about meeting people and getting to know the culture and immersing yourself in the culture's practices instead of just being an American overseas experiencing Europe they try to learn and meet Europeans and learn from them and and go on adventures that are suggested by them with them if possible Um, so traveler A and travel B a little bit different and I think it all has to do with the mindset and traveler B in all honesty actually never stops traveling even when they come home even when their trip is over it's still it's their their mindset is still in adventure even just going to the laundromat becomes an adventure for them because you don't know who you're going to meet you could have what I call a twisted adventure when (laughs) things don't go as planned and it takes you into an adventure all in itself but it really is a mindset and um, I had been studying travelers and different programs that allow um, kind of a hack for traveling you know so that you don't have to spend a bunch of money on lodging and food and all that stuff and um, the Alaska trip I think that was one of our most or previous podcasts on travel was a huge um, a huge manifestation of all of the stuff I'd been studying and it was really really fun to do it and I've been wanting to do it for a long time not just go to Alaska but I just wanted to travel I wanted to do the WOOF program um, and work on a farm and learn about my food and get free food and stay with people that knew how to farm and learn from them and just you just never know like what you can learn from someone else's experiences and stories and when you're strangers there's a little bit less pressure to be somebody you know like if you're around your friends who know you as you and you do something that's outside of what they're used to being as you then it creates this weird friction and you have a little problem right they're like what you're not being yourself I'm uncomfortable because you're not being yourself but strangers don't give a fuck like they they're taking you as a stranger as someone they don't know and it gives you a moment and a and a breath of fresh air to to do and be whatever and whoever you want to be doesn't mean lie to people you know like don't tell somebody you're a professional ballerina and then really you work in therapy (laughs) like that's just rude but it just gives you a different way to present yourself and it's really cool to see who comes up to the surface when you're not reinforced by your community so speaking of that I had grown up in Illinois for all my life in central Illinois where it's plush with cornfields and restaurants and movie theaters and that's about it and it's about two hours south of Chicago two or three hours and uh, ever since I had grown up like you know and I say grown up, but I started to become aware of myself and things and other people and what have you. When that, as that started to progress, I always had this need to travel. And I, it was, even when I was young, I went to different missions trips, 
because I wanted to see the world and see what what other people are doing and where they are and what their environments look like and I've always just been interested in other people's cultures and languages and especially language and I was really happy to get to the Dominican for Spanish because I love Spanish but um, you know it, I just had a bug for a long time and I've had it for a long time and I have unpacked this bug some people have these bugs and they're just like that's just the way I am and that's it and that's all that's going on but for mental health reasons I really try to avoid that as much as possible because when you accept all these things that you are quote quote it's basically just piling mud all over yourself where all it's basically piling mud all over this ever-changing fountain of life because any moment and every moment we're becoming someone new every single moment and when you're like I'm this way I'm this way I am this way when you say that a billion million times and you start to believe it you begin to calcify that ever-changing fountain into something that you may not even like so just be careful about how you use your words but um, especially when talking to yourself and others about yourself so I looked into this when I was a kid um, my parents weren't the richest parents on earth and they worked full-time jobs and you know in the summer sometimes I would be home alone just chilling at ha- in my house or playing outside with my friends and staying close to close to the home but creating adventure there and we we moved a lot like we moved a lot I mean it's because we rented so if we found something better for cheaper or whatever or closer to work or whatever the factors were then we would move there And so I was used to packing up and unpacking and packing up and unpacking and packing up and unpacking. And I was used to like the thrill of like, oh, a new unknown environment to explore, a new kind of room, a new kitchen, a new yard, a new all this fun stuff, a new neighbors. Maybe I'll make some new friends. And I it forced me to change grade schools a lot when I was a kid. And so I had to be able to fit in quickly because that's that's how you survive in, in the school system socially. So when I got to high school, I realized like, oh, all these kids know each other because they went to the same grade school forever and they live next to each other. Their parents know each other and blah, blah, blah. I didn't have that growing up. And I, I didn't really have a real sense of community growing up either. Um, eventually I did in high school, but in the earlier years, I, it was like, you know, I would make these friends and it would take me a couple months to like make them like me and I like them and we like hung out and stuff and then I'd have to move and I would we didn't have Facebook at that time and all that crap that kids have now to be like hey let's Skype um so I just kind of like okay bye I gotta gotta go I hope I see you around sometime again and then the process would start over and I'd have to figure out okay how can I fit into this community how can I fit into this community how can I and just constantly trying to remold and relearn and restructure my way of being to be able to fit into new communities with success so I think all my life has been preparing me for being a traveler in some sense and it kind of came to a huge well it has come to a huge what's huge for me um kind of a fulcrum I guess you could say or maybe it's just the beginning I don't really know I plan to keep traveling my lifestyle as often as possible and like you know Ho-dunk travel. I like that kind of travel. Vagabondy travel. Because it forces you to problem solve. It's fun. So, 
our adventure getting to Colorado was basically a vagabonding adventure. I wanted to, I, I wanted to live in a van because I saw all these people doing the hashtag van life. What? And so I, I was making really good money in Chicago. I had paid off all my student loans finally. And really my student loans were what was making me feel like I was held back. Like I'll always have to work a full-time job. I can't ever take extended time off to like really ex just take time to experience life. And that's my job and do nothing but that. And I was like in a panic, but once I was able to pay my student loans, I had this like huge feeling of liberation where I wanted to express it. And so what we did was, and Tom was in full support. Of course, at first he was like, are you freaking kidding me? But like, okay, let's do it. And thank God for him. He sacrificed so much for this to happen for us. And in the moment, it probably wasn't the most enjoyable sacrifice. But now looking back, I think he can appreciate it. And especially now that our savings are rebuilt, <laughs> it's kind of nice. But um, so we bought this van. It was an electrician's van and had a bunch of junk in it, a huge metal trunks and tools and freaking cables and some stuff. We didn't even know what it was. And it was dirty as hell and it smelled like grease. 1991 Chevy van. My dad has a 1992 Chevy truck and they have literally the same engine, just different rearrangements. So we were like, hey, perfect. If we're gonna get this van, we might as well get one with a similar engine to your dad's, my dad's, because he's kept that thing going for almost like 400 plus miles maybe 420, 450, I don't even know, but something stupid. And Chevy's are, they have a place in my heart now because of that and because of Frank, which is the, I named the van Frank. It was a gray van and I named it Frank the Tank because that seems strong, like it's gonna get us where we needed to go. We didn't go fancy with it. Some people um, on the van life things, forums, things on the internet, they went berserker. Like they put a full ass kitchen in there with a pump for water and water jugs and all that craziness and they like had a little composting toilet and just like basically a small house inside of a van but we weren't we weren't financially prepared to do that and we we you know kind of weren't sure how much we were going to commit to having the van and it would be more of a hassle to have all that stuff in there and take up space than it would to have space and just kind of figure it out along the way so that's what we did. We just built a little platform for our bed and we got a little foldable foam mattress and stuffed, we downsized our possessions ridiculously. Some stuff we saved at our parents' house in case we did find a place to live and stuff. But we pretty much lived with like a book bag of clothes, um, a jet boil and some water jugs. And that's about it. It was a good time. Um, but I've got to go. I will finish. We'll have a round two of this podcast, how we got to Colorado. Because um, it was really fun and it was quite the adventure. And I'd love to get into it with you guys. Because, I don't know, maybe you feel like you have an adventurous bug. And there's things that you think are limiting you and you can't do something. But I want to prove to you that you can through this story. So, stay tuned for the next podcast. I can't wait to share the rest of our Colorado adventure with you. How we got here. Um, some bumps we had along the way, which were really fun and educational. <laughs> like I said, twisted adventures, they're sometimes the best ones, even though they don't feel like the best ones when you're like having a panic because things aren't going as planned. More on that later. Thanks again for listening. Until the next podcast, please take very good care of yourself. Until then, I say good day. <laughs>